Welcome to Tim and Joel. Call it in the ring. Joel, 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 Joel. Are you excited to watch a man who is adept at uh, touching the hearts of young children everywhere? Logan Paul. Uh, a man who is uh, 27 years old. <laughs> Just looking that up. Face a man who is uh 37 years 37? old yeah 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 boom 10 year difference truly uh uh a boomers versus millennials situation <laughs> zoomers i don't know i don't even know gen z care. is he gen yeah okay so i guess it's millennials versus gen z Ooh, hmm. ooh! suddenly i'm invested there we go we've Look we've found that. the media angle for this for for the regular mainstream media to uh to pick up and run with so uh millennials versus zoomers in uh woke mecca saudi arabia ridiculous play perfect place for it to go down well show's over i'm glad everyone came out i'm glad you got your take off anything else you want to add ah i'm super tired did super we tell tired the, we gotta did we say the name of the show did we do the thing oh i did that i did that right off the top i am a we professional did. joel pearl and how dare you question my uh, my professional capabilities. Uh, I'm gonna see a, you in Saudi Arabia. Oh shit! I barely. I was supposed to call a press conference first. Sorry. Uh, and my people aren't really uh, welcome there, so uh, you're on uh, your own. Yeah. Sammy gonna find a way. <laughs> Sammy ain't going, and uh, I don't think Paul's going. Well, Paul goes for some reason. They like Paul. I think they just like his exuberance. Yeah. Sammy's anyway. not Jewish, is he? He's like Sammy's not. He's Syrian. He's just and vocally critical of the. Well, no, he's also Syrian, and Syrian people in Saudi Arabia are also a, uh, a they, another another issue at odds. Oh, another enemies! My God. Anyway, hi Tim. How are you? Uh, I'm good. We got to pray that the baby don't wake up because I'm the only one uh, in in the apartment right now. It's the last day of the Toronto International Film Festival. Do you get out to see any of that, Joel? No, I ran a 5K this morning with my child, who also decided to forego his first nap in lieu of staying awake in the stroller and watching us go by. Sweat, yeah. Pretty much. It was it was gnarly. Uh, yeah, I don't make it to TIFF because, honestly, I just I don't have an interest in TIFF. I know there are some friends who watch us and who follow Fightful who do. Some even make, like, an annual tradition of coming in for TIFF, and that's great. I just... I've never been big into it. And also, like, you... We talk about celebrity culture here all the time on the show, and it's like take it or leave it i'm not oh that's yeah meeting celebrities and stuff. stuff i saw flying lotus uh we saw his movies not very good yeah exactly He's, he seems kind of arrogant honestly good composer not good at the other stuff i get it i also I'm saw sure. him throw a hissy fit on stage uh, a few years back when he uh did his own concert so i mean i watched dave mustaine once throw a guitar at his tech so uh, i still went back to watch dave him next year. i mean dave mustaine is a walking hissy fit like he <laughs> his entire all of megadeth was created out of a hissy fit <laughs> hissy like fit. yeah I sat know. on a bus no one gave me any warning what happened to my best friend lars we used to talk about digging a hole in the earth and smoking hash through it yeah well he was doing more than the hash i think that was the problem some kind of monster was one hell of a movie anyway uh yeah so this is this is what we do two weeks ago we uh had a bunch of people show up because football season was not uh, upon us just yet and there was football. an interview now, now football started, so I basically assume no one's tuning in to see us. Totally fine with that. That's perfect. That's why we do noon on Sundays, so that we get away with this shit. Uh, and on top of this, last week, we took the week off for varying reasons, uh, and we just decided not to talk about the whole CM Punk and Ace Steel versus... You want to talk about CM Punk? Let's talk about CM Punk. I don't. <laughs> Because quite frankly, I'm tonight. So tonight I'm doing Wrestling Observer live with Andrew Zarian. So I'm sure that'll come up. But you and I, we, we're going back to what we talk about. We talk about the shows. We're going to preview Grand Slam. We're going to talk about that show. We're going to talk about Dynamite from the past week. We'll talk about Raw. We'll talk about SmackDown. We'll talk about Logan Paul. And we'll talk about Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel. Uh, but by the way, if you're here and you're watching us live, go ahead hit us th with a thumbs up on the video. You can leave us a comment if you're in the chat. Hello, welcome, good to see you. You can subscribe to us here at Five Flow Over Books. We're at 13,700. I'd love to be at 14,000. Uh, 
uh, into next month, into October. I'd love to get us to, to 14,000 by mid-October. Let's let's be realistic. Uh, you can donate a Super Chat to support us here at Fightful Overbooked. Uh, the Super Chats will be brought up right on the screen as always. And we love to see them. We love your support. And we love to chat with y'all. Hello, chat. It's good to see you. And also we have our Overbooked Discord. That's right. Sean Ross App doesn't know about our Overbooked Discord, but we have one. And there's a link in the description of this video. We're here. We talk Nobody about wrestling. Tell him. <laughs> Nobody tell him because every time someone says you should start a Fightful Select Discord, Sean's like, I don't know anything about Discords. And I'm like, Sean, we have an overbooked Discord. And he's like, we'll see about that. And I'm like, no, here is our overbooked Discord. And he's like, we'll see about that. And I'm like, Sean, once again, we have a Discord and it's in overbooked. Anyway, we have one. So go ahead and join us there. Football starts in an hour, according to Mod Mike. So good for them. There's football. Doesn't football start at varying times, including some tomorrow? I don't know well, yes, there's, there's football on Monday nights, which is why raw ratings tank during the year. Mm. And then Thursdays, because now Thursday night football is a thing. Uh, when I do the impact post show with Crest the Star, uh, suddenly Thursday nights kind of suck because there's no one watching impact. Is this why SmackDown has the football music playing randomly? <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. How long has it been doing that? Oh, years. They've, yeah. they've been, yeah, yeah. Ever, ever since they went back to doing what? live football. Is it just because it's Fox? Fox Sports. But it's not a sport. Football is a sport. No, 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 no. <laughs> SmackDown has the music from football. I'm aware, yes. Okay. But they consider, they consider wrestling a combat sport. It's not. It is insofar it's, that there is athleticism involved. It's toxic masculinity, the theater show. What are you talking about? Stop like, it. it. You know that if it you is have, absolutely not a stop sport. It. Stop. It's so you know bullshit. that if you got into a ring, you would blow up real fast. Yeah, yeah I'm not saying it's it doesn't involve athleticism. So That's does all saying. of dance. Like so no dance, one, is, dan dance could be on Fox Sports if they wanted to shell out the money for it. Same thing. That's fine. It's not. It's not because the popularity is not as high as wrestling. Apparently, because it requires athletic. Anyway, anyway, there should, be, there should be some competition, but there isn't. It's not real. So speaking of not real, they're going back to Saudi Arabia. Let's just open up with this because I know it's going to be. A, it's it's been a hot button topic, and I'm actually kind of surprised. I've seen a really balanced take to yeah, it. It hasn't been like crazy, and I think yeah. It's it's, uh, yeah. Talking about Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns was announced for uh, for Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. I think most people have come to understand that the Saudi shows are non-canon in that kind WWE of. does. That's the thing, right? They do them and then they never speak of them again. But unfortunately, everything leading up to it takes up TV time. And once that happens, you're just like, oh, we're stuck with like this. We got to build to a show that afterwards will never be spoken of. So it almost wastes a solid. I, I got to tell you, despite all the drama, this feels hella like the off season right now for both of the major brands to me. Like it's going to because football just started, so yeah, all the so all the don't. interest is there. Yeah, it sucks. It's this is it's what it is. Wild how deep the the overlap is on it. Like it's just like a one to one ratio for audiences. Yeah, which like football. no, hey, I love football. Like I just mm -hmm. can't watch. I can't watch any sport week to week. Like I struggle enough watching the wrestling week to week. Like, yeah, like a big baseball fan. I enjoy football. I will watch like the AFC and NFC championship games and the Super Bowl. But that is it. I don't I don't care about the journey. So. I get that there are people um, who are watching the storylines kind of play out with Logan Paul and being like, why does he get a title shot? I <laughs> Guess what? He's undefeated. Good enough. But in the business of things, I mean, I think this is great business for WWE. I think running it in, in Saudi is like your best opportunity for multiple reasons. One is, um, from a business standpoint, they've already dropped a dump truck full of money up to your house. So half and half go to your two performers on top of the card. Uh, and then the other side is, honestly, like, match will be good. It'll be fun. The yeah. outcome is not in question. It's just a super fight at a show where people will be happy to be there and excited to watch the show. Yeah. Um, as far as the, as the they're not canon thing, like, you know, I don't know. When As long as you don't have someone, a championship changing hands, which they did one. They've done it. I, I don't mean. Time, but yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, I, mean, I mean that in broad stroke. Like I see in the chat, they're saying like the last yeah. one was kind of canon because they did Seth and Edge and the Hell in a Cell. That's fine. Like. Yes, they, they do progress some storylines, but I'm saying like in the grand scheme of things, when that show is over, typically they don't really. Make yeah, it like and I get what, I get what you're saying, because essentially they're 
they do them, but it is it is a hell of a lot looser in terms of narrative. Like they'll just yeah. set up some matches and get through it and then move on. Like it is yeah. it does not feel not that WWE uh, has been very adept at running long term stuff lately, but it's getting better. And we'll see how they handle Slowly. this with the new leadership. So, have you found that watching the show has been still a, a pleasant experience lately? Yeah, it's been it's still been much easier. Um, like particularly raw with its length. Like I feel like it's structured better, and the narratives are more interesting. Um, I'm I still don't care about Judgment Day, but at least they're doing some funny stuff with it that that kind of gives me some enjoyment. Um, the Dominic. Like the just the framing is hilarious, and they then, have sex now. Yeah, yeah, it's very like uh, real leaning into it is is the biggest thing. Finn yeah. just cracks me up, and I don't know why, and I don't know if it's because he's just so damn out of place. But like him shouting at Edge, just reminding him who the members of the Judgment Day are, was like the dumbest thing. But it was enjoyable. Like I, it's it's enjoyable to me in how silly it is, which is a ref, yeah, breath of fresh air compared to how boring it was in its sterility before. Same thing with um, all the Austin Theory stuff. Like I'm, I'm actually yeah, we'll, we'll go yeah. through. But yeah, we 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 will talk about the stuff that we like from Raw, I'm sure, and there and from SmackDown for that matter. Because even SmackDown this week yeah, wasn't terrible. It definitely had more going for it than it has in the past. Because I know that's a show that's been really in need of some first aid it's been a real slog lately to watch smackdown week after yes week. yeah and that's that i think is is specifically because just they gave everything to roman and again they're yeah. still trying to navigate the waters with that and it's just it takes time to kind of write yourself out of it in a way that doesn't feel horrible uh they are doing it you can see the small things that they're doing to to build for the future but right now like they are still stuck with with roman having everything which makes the entirety of smackdown like the roman reigns show which even when he's not there or on it like it's still the roman reigns show like so yeah and the usos as well and luckily everyone's kind of fallen in love with the Sami Zayn aspect of that yeah. and adding solo sokoa has been a good uh a good right move to the bloodline yeah it's yeah. been it's been helpful because again it, it's not necessarily shiny new toy but it's definitely just a, a fresh face to an act that it wasn't getting stale, but it was certainly like repetitive. I think people are starting to uh, sometimes get a little down on the whole like, oh, Roman wins again. And yeah, we can talk about that with SmackDown, too. But like, I, I clear, I don't know, like Logan Paul is the perfect person to throw at him right now, in my yeah. opinion. Like for this show, there's no one better. Yeah. Like, and the, do and they're this gonna put the work in. The yeah, two of them like, are going to put the work do in this because like what? I don't I'm, I'm not going to watch the Saudi show. I don't care. Like, but this is fine. Like, this is the right call for that show. Absolutely. Like, I, I don't want to see a match that I really care about there. Like, From a preparation standpoint, I think one thing that Logan Paul's always been really good at is getting ready for a big match, a big fight. He puts in the work. And when you have Roman, who's on a reduced schedule and doesn't have to show up or travel the globe or do as much as maybe he used to, there's time for them to meet up and put together this match effectively. There's yeah. plenty of time for that. So I, I that's why I'm more or less looking forward to the match. Um, yeah, it, it's if you're if you're a purist who's like my wrestling is a sport and I need to see it be acting more sports like, then no, this match is probably not going to be for you. Like this build will not be for you. Yeah, but the very press conference much... is like fake fight. And I was like, yes, children, everyone. Yes, knows. thank you. Exactly. Like everyone knows what it is. But like the press conference was so much fun. It was. Yeah, just it was really it, well done. It was visually well composed, which I really <laughs> appreciated because like it felt it looked good. It felt good. They had trips come out with his little his little entrance. But like, you know, I'm a businessman now shakes everyone's hand. You've got a pile of men on one side and all of the gold. <laughs> and then you've got Logan Paul drinking what looks like chocolate milk, I assume is some stupid sponsored energy drink. Like, oh, yeah, that's his that's his but he's got his dinky drink, little whatever. chocolate milk and he's there all alone. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah, funny. I love they're trying to babyface him. Logan Paul being like, "I'm here all alone, except for my girlfriend, and my manager, and my videographer, and my security, my entourage. Oh, mom and dad are over there. Hey, mom." Yeah. <laughs> so he started listing people who were also there, but backstage. And I'm like, D "Don't, don't, no. You're doing what I would do in this situation. You're telling the truth. Stop it." Just yeah. say you're here all in your own and you don't you're doing this, this to stand up to Roman. You're the man. That's what you're trying to do. Babyface yourself, buddy. 
He, he can't. He can't because he's a jackass. Like it's in his <laughs> nature. It's who he is. Like yeah, that's right. He's like my brother's there too. Like oh yeah, hey Jakey. Like oh no, Jake Paul's in the back just being like oh you dumb son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, it was a fun, but yeah, a good press conference. Really well done. Um, I'm enjoying that they're starting to make these press conferences a thing. And listen. I, We've talked about this on on other shows. Um, other press conferences, we'll take AEW, for example. They really operate in like this kayfabe vortex, except for the last one. We don't need to talk about the all-out press conference. But normally, AEW press conferences, Ring of Honor press conferences, they are in this kayfabe vortex where everyone who's there to ask a question kind of knows, but like wants to see if the way they word it can get something other than a kayfabe answer. Here, it's just like, this is all theater. This is just all show. Yeah. This is what no, we and do. I like. Here's what I appreciate about that. It is a different scene. Like it's a different setting. Like it's just a different environment to keep telling the story. And like they should just be doing that more. Like you know, instead of contract signings ad nauseum, it's just a different tool that you can pull out of your belt to tell a story, right? And you can reuse that periodically here and like again. It's just writing. Like you just need a set of tools that you can draw on to to structure these things. Uh, over time like it shouldn't be shouldn't be that hard and they shouldn't shy away from it you know like it's just another place that they can do they could do them on the shows for all i care like yeah have a bunch of phony journalists or just give everyone comp tickets into the show and do it do it there that's fine too like it's yeah. just a different setting like you know because before it literally was just like okay the only way we're going to advance narratives is to be infinite dqs bad contract signings and as we saw again on SmackDown, interrupted interviews. <laughs> like I didn't hate that one. That one actually, I have. Some, I, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk, we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, 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 we'll get there. Uh, so let's just open up. Let's let's get Ryan Raw. Listen, we I mentioned this on another show. One of the cool things that they've been doing on Raw is um, kind of separating the Rey Mysterio Edge and Judgment Day story from the Riddle and Seth storyline, yes. almost making it like that's the one A and that's the one B. And they're not meeting, but this week they kind of did because uh, they did Riddle versus Finn Balor, which ended up being a, obviously a good match. Those two know how to work. Yeah. Um, Coup de Grasse and Balor gets the win. So Riddle loses another one. And then Fine. Seth is Seth earlier to open up Raw was just like, I'm not giving him a rematch. So clearly we're going to get another rematch. Yeah. Uh, but do Extreme Rules. Do it uh, an Extreme Rules match. I think those are the two Extreme Rules matches you need on the card. Liv and Ronda Rousey. And then Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle. I could go with them going back to every match being a gimmick match on Extreme Rules. No, please don't do the TNA yes. lockdown thing. Yeah. No, do it. Please. Why not? Awful. Why the? Why not? Awful. Oh, by the way, I why see do you have... want it? Because I'm tired of seeing the same stupid. I see regular wrestling every single week on Raw no. and SmackDown. I don't like it. I don't like. It. Not every match needs a gimmick. That's what I think. Then why have a pay-per-view titled Extreme Rules? Just because, name it something interesting again. Like Because someone decided that that's the branding. And I agree, you can rename this stuff. Rename it, because otherwise it should it should lean into the name. Like I see, I, I see in the chat, people are talking about getting rid of contract signings. I think... No, I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, yeah, no, I know you're not saying that. It's a tool. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it is a tool to have in your back pocket. One of the cool things that they did um, going into the Worlds Collide show for nxt was they literally just showed at the end of an episode of nxt in the back you had all men and women signing a contract at the table and it was like a three second thing on the way out it worked just fine yeah like i'm I'm just saying it is one thing like the problem with wwe is that they stopped using other things they just kept doing the same things over and over again because yeah. vince got stuck in a loop and no one like blew on him or well Anyway, uh, no one hit him over the head was, to get him going. Who's blowing on people? Yeah, what? I don't know. Don't worry. Who's about blowing it. people? <laughs> you need a reset. Anyway, we have new women's tag champions who probably should have been the original women's tag champions. That weirded me out. That weirded the hell out. One, that match was eh. Because, like, the whole first, like, hour of in-ring on Raw, it felt like no one had chemistry. Like, yeah, I got it. They, like, they really, just a lot of, like, bad, fainted strikes and just, like, I don't know. It didn't really have a lot of, the, the in-ring stepped up after that, but, like, like why did why were Aliyah and raquel champions like it didn't go anywhere they haven't used it for anything like it, i have it... a theory okay yeah go for it and it really does revolve around the sasha naomi stuff okay because people are still talking about when are sasha naomi coming back 
you know, you've got Uncle Dave reporting that they're at any day now, they're on the roster, yada, yada, they're here, but they're not, they're not ready yet, or they're not like returned officially, all this stuff. Um, I think they just want to get people guessing and getting people guessing means people fantasy book. And when people fantasy book, then sometimes they're watching the product and a few more eyes. And, and the problem is they're not burning fans like this because they're not hinting no. at all. Yeah. That Sasha Naomi coming back on the show. Like that's on other people's minds getting completely turned around and thinking it's happening. And I think that really like it started to clash before clash the castle when they said that the women's tag titles are coming back. I talked about it on the show. I said immediately, cool. So the finals are going to be Sasha and Naomi are back or the winners are going to have be confronted by Sasha and Naomi walking out in Cardiff and it's a big pop, blah, blah, blah. They didn't do that. And then people said, okay, the finals, it's going to be whoever versus Dakota Kai and Io Sky, And then Sasha and Naomi walk out. It's like, it just kept happening where we kept talking about it. So I think this happened uh, because they just, they just said, well, we can get some more leverage out of this whole. Yeah, I think they want like a legit surprise out of them. Yeah. Right. So in the meantime, we're going to have Sasha Banks as a five foot four person modeling, I guess, which is surprising to me the, the direction they've taken. But and there's also, yeah, there is a story involved, too, where like Raquel Rodriguez's, you know, NXT story was that she gets a title. She can't defend it. She keeps losing it. That could be She's new Sasha. Her. She's, she's Sasha Light. Um, so I think there's an opportunity for, well, not really. Raquel can turn on Aaliyah, which we've been talking about forever. Yep. Uh, do that after the after Extreme Rules. Uh, or well, I think they, they're going to take their time rules. with that, right? Because right now, I think they're, you know, correcting some of the, the issues they've made. You can kind of see the hints of it on SmackDown. Having Shotzi come out and turn. As Good. lazy of a turn. Yeah, yeah, it's the right move, but it's the as lazy of a turn as the original turn was, where it's just like, eh. you, Yeah, but you can make that better if she cuts a promo, either digital exclusive yes. or on the show next week and explains what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah, that's happening. I think she's also getting a tag team partner, is what I think, where I think this is going. Oh, 100%, uh, yes. Because they need to rebuild yeah. the women's tag division. This is a good way with Aaliyah, who is on the shelf. Um, Shotzi like, Blackheart and Lacey Evans. Yeah, you're going to have a legitimate like Raquel versus Bailey feud, yeah. and then they're going to build up the tag champs next competitors with Shotzi and whoever her tag partner is. You'll probably see Shotzi and Raquel versus EO and, and Dakota for a bit, but you know it'll lead to another a separate tag team, I think. Yeah, and I agree. Uh, we're going to see what happens with the women's tag titles, but we have new tag champions, and now damage control can be on both brands, or really NXT as well, anytime they want. They want to make a big deal out of those three women. Not complaining. I don't think anyone yeah. is, because they're very, they're very good at wrestling, and they're very good at talking. Um, I heard some people talking about, uh, it was Wade Keller really talking about, like, is Bailey just going through the motions? And put it not putting any passion in her promos, and I disagree with that. Yeah, I thought she's been fine. I haven't noticed anything like. I think it's not only is she doing really well. I think that her whole like, her whole raison d'être in this case is that she wants to put over younger, newer talent in her stable. So yeah. she is very happily going to talk up Dakota Kai and Eo Sky at her own expense because Bailey's a made woman. She's fine. Everyone and that's the thing. Like, that's the, she is a made woman in this. She can have her singles matches with this. I don't think she needs a belt. I would like to see them run a faction where, you know, there's a person with the tag or a couple with the tag team championships. And then the main person is just a veteran, like yeah. someone who just knows what they're doing. I don't need to see this constant okay, this faction is dominant and they have all the gold. Like, I don't need to see what they're doing with Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction down in NXT. Like, I don't need to see a, a repeat of the bloodline. Like, or wait, Mandy Rose even the champion still? Yeah, she is. And okay. she just got engaged last night, by the way. Congratulations to Mandy Rose. I don't Rose. care. <laughs> it's nice. Nice news is nice. Come on. Okay, sure. To, to, to Tino Sabatelli. So... Mazel Who's that? Sabi. Am I supposed to know who that person is? Sabi and Riddick Moss used to turn, or sorry, used to team together in NXT. He's a wrestler. They both got injured. Yeah, they're both wrestlers. Okay. They both got injured within like weeks of each other. Sabi got released. Sabi went to AEW for a little bit, got a tryout. Um, there was a whole rigmarole where like during COVID, people were leaking results from AEW to anyone and everyone about you know what what was happening at the dark tapings what was happening at the rampage tapings all not rampage uh, the elevation tapings all that stuff and uh people said it was savvy and it wasn't savvy okay <laughs> so he got released oh my god not released not released but he was like blackballed like jer i think jericho had a whole field day with it, it was a whole 
a whole mess, but people assumed it was savvy and it wasn't savvy. But then he got rehired by WWE in some capacity. So congratulations, Mandy Rose and Tino Sabatelli. Speaking of NXT, Johnny Gargano and Chad Gable had a banger of a match too on Raw. Yeah. Gargano's sure first match back. He looked that, good. That was the turn. That was the turn. That's when the in-ring went like, okay, now we're now we're doing good. And that was crazy. That was a damn good match. Gargano looked amazing. Like. Yeah, he looked great, and he himself was just like, nah, that sucked. <laughs> Everyone was just like, whoa, Johnny Gargano hasn't lost a step, and Gargano's like, oh, that fucking that was awful. I hate everything. <laughs> oh my I'm God. so depressed. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. You're doing all right. Don't worry. Wow. But you know what? If he well, was to I wish, be better. You know, if only like, everyone felt anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if everyone wanted to get better at what they do, if they do it already very well, I'm fine with that good for him though yeah. uh i'm really excited though to see gargano kind of ascend through the main roster i think there's a good story to be told there's clearly an investment there there's clearly yes, yeah. an interest from the fans so let's see what goes on he's not the biggest guy and i'm really excited to see how triple h can navigate having a smaller guy run around the roster and, and rack up wins it's gonna be interesting uh what else was going on on raw is there anything that really we have to point out i don't want to talk about sonia and and bianca because that was nothing it was a fine match but nothing else happened uh omos beat the shit out of two guys and we had a yeah we're treading water with omos aren't we like what what is the plan here we're trying and then edge versus dominic mysterio was fine uh edwin's via dq they're gonna just do more stuff Yeah. yeah oh braun braun showing up on smackdown uh, we'll talk about that because Braun on SmackDown was actually objectively hilarious. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So we're just building edges out for a little while. They're going to take him off TV, do the, do his quarterly injury angle, and then he comes back to, okay. yeah, to I like beat that. up everybody. That's fine. We can do that. Uh, hey, d- d- donate a super chat if you're here. We, we'd love to, to, to have your support and we'd love to see you. So let's keep on moving. Is that all that happened on Raw? It feels like we, it's I really guess that it, just, it went by quickly. Time. Like it's fine. That's, yeah really all the stuff that i want to plug into yeah uh what do you oh wait 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 mm-hmm. they did that stupid miss and misses thing oh god i loved it okay <laughs> hold on hold yeah. on thank you for bringing this up because once again i feel the need to remind everyone weeks ago tim weeks ago what did i tell you we were going to do with this entire storyline promote reality nope. tv stop no. it no <laughs> What did I tell you the mixed tag match would be? Oh, you're right. It's Indy. Yes. I told (laughs) y'all. Indy's getting the call. Miz and Maurice versus Index. Mar Miz versus Index. That's where we've been going. And we've been going there for so long. And I'm so excited for that match. Whenever they do it. I I don't think eh, you could do it in Saudi Arabia. Could you imagine Indy gets sent to Saudi for her first big match? I wonder if they'll let them. I don't. No, 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 no. You're not gonna take. You're not gonna let me. You're not gonna have Maurice on TV and have her be back in Saudi Arabia. Don't you do that to us. The fans. I would love them to do that. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Yes, Andrew Zarian with the super chat. Tim, this is all for you. Don't share it with Joel. Great. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Jeremy will see this and be like, absolutely okay. Uh, By the way, I'll be on Wrestling Observer Live with Andrew Zarian later on tonight. Go check that out. Uh, let's let's move on. And yes, it's Marmiz versus Index. And you know what? I would do it in Saudi Arabia because WWE can then taunt and tout that it's first time ever in Saudi Arabia mixed tag match. But their mixed tag rules are always no intergender, you know, stuff. No touching. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Arrested Development segment. <laughs> no touching. Yeah. Anyway, uh, do you want to talk SmackDown? Because then we can talk about AEW for the rest. Uh, well, we can talk about Dynamite because I didn't watch Rampage. Oh, I didn't talk about. No, we're not talking okay. about. Rampage. Yeah, thank you. All that all that came out of Rampage was me saying, "Why does Chris Jericho get a title shot for the Ring of Honor title after he lost the match that was supposed to get him into a WWE Championship match?" Anyway, not WWE. Yeah. Sorry, an AEW Championship match. My brain is still in WWE mode. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Logan Paul comes out at the top of SmackDown, does his thing, and then says, I got a press conference tomorrow. So that's fine. We've already talked about this. I think it's going to be a fine match for Roman and Logan Paul. Uh, I do like that Logan Paul kind of interacted with the bloodline, you know, punch Sammy in the throat. <laughs> punch? It was more <laughs> of a limp kind of motion toward, yeah. He did the, the judo chop with the judo yeah, choke. It you know? was, yeah. 
I don't know if Sammy wasn't ready. I don't know whose fault that was. It wasn't good. <laughs> you just got to punch him in the throat once <laughs> yeah, in a while. Exactly. Knuckles out. That's how you punch. Yeah, right? he knuckles out. <laughs> There's an episode of Frasier where Niles goes to make a fist. And Frasier's just like, thumb out, Niles. Thumb out. <laughs> and I'm just thinking about that every time someone talks about a fight. Mm. Uh, anyway, Sami Zayn versus Ricochet was a match that happened. It was good. I mean, Ricochet's good. Sami's good. They can wrestle again. This is the the Paul Levesque. Let the wrestlers who can wrestle go on the show and wrestle because yes, people yeah. guess what enjoy wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Fine by me. Uh, good match. Ricochet wins, beats Sami because Sami continues to either get involved in matches where he shouldn't, or have other people get involved in costume matches where they shouldn't and in this case he did, there was a he did good better than paul Heyman was going to do yes against they ricochet <laughs> they've got a good through thread going with sammy and solo sokoa and the usos and they're kind of mixing it up and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing solo sokoa like fake team with sammy yeah that's how they're going to kick him out it's luring sammy into this false sense of security because now sammy thinks he's tight with solo and not with the usos they're going to be best friends best friends and then the USOs and Solo are going to kick them and be like, you're not on the bloodline. Get out of here. Family. Yeah. They yeah speed it's all off family. their sports cars. <laughs> I was going to say, Vin Diesel does his. <laughs> he shows up for a cameo. Uh, so that's what I can see. And then Logan Paul comes out and he's just like, why wasn't I in this movie? Anyway. Uh, yeah. So that's that's kind of what I see. Uh, Matt Cat Moss and Solo Sokoa had a good match for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, first of all, Matt Cat Moss should be champion of everything. Um. I know I'm you're waiting there. for the graphic. I'm I don't. I, I've got this one. There we go. I got this one. Um, I don't have where's, the other one. Where's the NA one? I know. Where did the other one go? Uh oh. I'm behind. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh well. Well, we, the Intercontinental. Champion Someone pointed out that his attire is the default like creator wrestler attire. Oh which yeah. Is hilarious. It's <laughs> the young lion accurate. attire. There it is. There we go. Yeah. I'm gonna make a new one where he's got all the titles. And they're like popping out of the back of him. It's going to be good. Just like make one of them his mouth and then two his eyes. <laughs> anyway, we'll get there one day. I'm manifesting this or this or this. Oh my but God. mostly this. Anyway, uh, Madcap didn't win the match, but it was so good. <laughs> Too many match. of these is true. <laughs> Title belts. I agree. <laughs> Drew, Drew on Friday was just like, someone make one of those renders for Joel. I'm like, who the hell do you think has been making these renders? It's been me. Yeah. <laughs> i've been photoshopping this shit out of this anyway uh also yeah. what's up with the word render in uh in the wrestling language for this because it's inaccurate and it's it funny is. as hell like that's the, i don't know how this became the parlance of graphic design but it's just like misunderstand anyway it's very funny to me that's not the right word it's just a, like a, a photoshop a graphic an image like it is it absolutely they should absolutely call it a render it's an image rendering. It's a rendering of an image of a superstar. Yeah, exactly. It, it became, like, Reddit, I think it became they, a Reddit meme. Yeah, they specifically think that it's like any transparent background like image is just called a, a render, which anyway, it's weird. Yeah, anything that's a PNG or a PSD, yeah, 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 they just yeah. call it a render. And I think it's hilarious. I have an entire folder of like wrestling renders, just PNGs of wrestlers. So I just call it the renders folder. If people are like, what is wrong with you? It is, yeah. You're just it's it is what it is. We're we're language is fluid. It's fine. Yes, it's just exactly. funny to me because it's it's not correct. <laughs> Max and Maxine Dupree are in the back, and this is my favorite segment of the night. Uh for two reasons. One is just the Max being like, We're just down the road from L A. And then he breaks out of it and he comes back <laughs> to the promo. And I thought it was great. Earlier last week, they did a, a SmackDown digital exclusive where he says something about, you know, bringing uh, the darkest is dawn before the night or bringing back the night and then going, yeah, and then walking away. So, like, they're teasing it. They're going to yeah. do it. And everyone who knows is just super stoked. And then they bring out Mache and Mansoir and they do the schoolboy collection. And holy shit, how much fun was that? It was a lot of fun. It was very funny. Yes. And Michael Cole's like, didn't school start like a month ago? And yeah. Canadians are just like, oh, this is perfect. School started like a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. <timing. laughs> uh, and then Braun Strowman comes out and he motors through both men, beats the shit out of them. And then Chad Gable. Why though? Out, Why? Hmm? What? What's the underlying message there? Is that is that Braun Strowman? Anyway, 
Braun Strowman's trying to get revenge for Nicholas. Honestly, oh my god. Honestly, the only thing I could do during the bronze segment was stare at his septum piercing. So like, yeah, what's with that? I don't know because he's trying to hide it, which like you can do with the septum ring, but not when you're shot from below. Like, don't turn it sideways. Just just wear it proudly or don't wear it at all. Like, Look like a bull. Yeah, Look like it. a steer. <laughs> Surprised he doesn't his nipple piercings aren't wide out there. Yeah, I do think. that too. Let's bring back Neo Albert. You know, I'm down with it. Albert's too busy running a PC, okay? Yeah, so let this guy be Albert. That's the new Albert. Yeah. Braun Albert. Braun Albert. That's got a ring to it, you know? That's true. Albert <laughs> Stroman sounds like a baseball star. Yeah, it does. It really does. Oh, God. Yeah, he had that warlord haircut yeah. for <laughs> Control Your Narrative. Mod Mike's talking about it. It's uh, good. I, like, I, this was a fun segment. He came out. He, he you know barreled over yeah Masai Mansoir. and next week they're doing Otis versus Braun and I'm looking yeah. forward to that it's Give gonna be that. a good beefy that guy match. awesome yeah. yeah let's do that uh let's move on Bailey versus Raquel happened and then we talked about you know the big news being that Shotzi's back no tank but the tank is coming Ta- yeah I mean the turns happened and how else you just gonna kind of wash the bad taste of that heel turn out of your mouth but they give her the tank because like and like here's the thing i don't know that she's gonna save this with a promo so just give her the tank because like i've i've seen her promos like what a way to start hispanic uh heritage month bailey who who by the way her name her 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 government name is pamela martinez like she is latina uh but she's not like she's not raquel rodriguez (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) so what do you do for for hispanic history month yeah, Raquel Rodriguez eat the pin. So okay. Anyway, uh, just a funny little thing. It's not. Yeah, it's not yeah, serious. It's no, God, no. Uh, God, let's talk not about not an actual uh, critique. Yeah, Braxton, Kayla Braxton sits down with Ronda Rousey, and uh, and they tout it up. They build it. We sit down interview with Ronda Rousey coming up next. Here it comes. This is the most likable Ronda Rousey has been for me in months, and I'm fine with it. Um, you know, she said uh, a whole lot of stuff, and then Liv Morgan shows up. And next thing you know, Rousey's like, I don't respect you, Liv Morgan. And Liv Morgan's like, no, you don't respect me. And then they decided that they're going to do an Extreme Rules match. And Rousey's like, it's your funeral. Yep. It was well written. Uh, overall, again, Liv is is better. I think her, her eyelashes are actually extremely, like, they're working against her when she's giving promos. Because they cover, like, a lot of her, they mask a lot of her face. Which causes, like, some of the emotion of it to not get through as well, I find. So I think if she just dialed that back a little bit it might help because her actual promo delivery has improved like this segment was you know again it's been better so same with, I, same with ronda like yeah it, it's improved i see mod mike is asking with this show on extreme rules i'm sorry with this with this title match on extreme rules and no roman match is this the main event and yeah i think that rousey is being built to be the main eventer when roman's not around so i could easily see this be it um thing is one of two things has to happen. Either Liv has to do something so heinous at the end of the show that you go off the air and it looks great, or Rousey's going to rout Liv Morgan and get the win, and it'll be like a, a really shocking victory, and you go off the air with people being like, what the hell happened? Yeah. Because um, there's no way that you can have like a serious match between these two where people are looking at this as like, this is the main event. It's got to be like Rousey beats her so bad in the main event that people are talking about how bad she beats Liv Morgan. Yeah, I want to be it. I want I want it to end with at least someone being like they're already dead. Like, and if it's not that, it's going to be Cross and Drew. Yes, that's yeah. Like, there's nothing else I can I can think of unless they do a U.S. Championship match with Bobby Lashley. That's like so big, like another Seth Rollins match. I don't think we're doing that because I think we're doing Seth and Riddle again. That could be a main event if you have the right stipulation attached to it. Could Rubber be the match King, Cody Seth Rhodes. Rollins. Cody Rhodes on a pole match, you know. Oh my God, poor Cody. Anyway, uh, we talked about Solo and Madcap. Talked about uh, the, the four-way number one contenders match. The only thing that really shocked me is that the championship match is next week on SmackDown, not at the pay-per-view. So... It didn't shock me when they had the, them win. I don't know what the plan is here, though. Like, 
Holland and Butch lose or they redo yeah. the match at Extreme Rules? I don't know. Like, because again, like, why why those two? And I mean, no one was a good candidate. Like, there's no, no. there's no story for any of them with the the problem is again like uh, this one faction has all the gold and it feels like impenetrable at this point like i i don't know what to do to fix this because like you can't have the usos drop the titles i feel like you can't have people drop titles in this faction specifically until you're ready to start having everyone drop the titles and i don't even think we're there yet with sammy and so i think sam like people keep joking about that 24 7 thing that is like the 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 it's a genius way of wrapping up a bunch of loose threads. I don't know that we're going to, they're get not going to do it. Like, yeah. So many people are talking. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to take off my Vince McMahon brain for a second. Cause that's what you can't say. Vince. Like he, it wouldn't have happened under Vince, but like Vince would have been like, no, fuck them. Instead. It's it, triple H is this more like, maybe we can do this. But I just let me, give me, let me get eight hours of sleep first. And then we can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just the, the thing is like, you're not seeing the, the, the 24 seven crew so much. Yeah. I don't even know who has the belt. It's still Dana. Uh, yeah. And they keep doing yeah. stuff on the house shows, but they're just not counting it. Exactly. Which is like, that's not, you yeah. can't, that's not sustainable. You're, you don't see Reggie. Reggie's gone. Poor, oh, poor Reggie. Like, he's, he's got nothing. Um, oh. He's sitting in catering, just being like, <sighs> Sad boy, Reg. But like, you know, this would be a, an elegant way to, you know, tell an interesting story and throw a title in the garbage. So. In the garbage. Sammy. Because that's like, that's what I'm saying happens is, is Sammy gets that stupid belt. He parades it around as if he's on equal footing with everyone else in the bloodline. They get tired of it. They turn on him and then they literally throw his title in the garbage. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway. Let's talk about AEW. We don't have a ton of time left because we do have a hard out. We've got some stuff going on. Uh, I really enjoyed this week's Dynamite. I, I was you really did. happy. I did. I, they did a couple of things that that we've talked about on the show that would really enhance my experience. Uh, one of the two things was they opened up hot and they closed hot with yep. matches that actually Yeah, mattered. the matches in ring were poof, yeah. boom. Like and, and they had set up promos. They did backstagers. I think there was a pretty good balance of trying to at least set things up in a way that wasn't just like, we told you about it on social media. Now we're going to do the match. Like they breathed a little bit more this week. And I appreciated that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, like groundwork for that was laid last week too, which I think was a better show, but like this week, strong Sammy and Mox, like fantastic. Uh, Danielson and Jericho. Fantastic. Like that, that was really strong. Um, how do you know how long this injury to punk would keep him out? suspension uh, crap aside six to eight months is what's Thank being God. reported and i okay. think it's a, uh, yeah many people have said it and i agree it's a blessing in disguise for yeah, punk. because if you're doing this stupid tournament i don't want to see his face for six months like yeah no no and, and on top of that regardless of an investigation if punk's out with an yeah, injury yeah, like this, all that aside like this is time for him to go and cool down hopefully he talked about being depressed in his scrum after his foot injury and i think that sucks I think any, any it, it's tough if you're an athlete and you're injured and you're at your your prime and you just won a championship and that's how you get injured by stage diving. As stupid as it is, you feel bad for someone who's like beating themselves up over it. Um, I hope Punk has a uh, a recovery that's eventful and gives him time to think and gives him time to really reflect on things that he said and ways that he feels that he comes back and, and has a good run. I don't love the guy. I don't. I think he's, he's a solid not wrestler. showed himself to be me, man. I don't, I don't know. It feels I think, I think he's solid. Like, I think he's solid. I think he has, you know, he has his fans and he has his star power. Whatever you think of him, um, he draws certain eyes, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but that said, six to eight months gives you a lot of time to breathe. Gives you a lot of time to think about what you want to do next. Because he could very well say, "I'm healed up, but I'm done. I don't want to come back." Yeah. and that's it. That could be it, but which, which is fine. But I also like, yeah, if we're doing this tournament, I don't want to see a, a unification or a, a undisputed match for six months because this I, it yeah. all happened too quickly. Like, it's a mess. I very, very much believe that the pivot has been doing something Danielson, Mox, and MJF, and then building, hopefully, building Wardlow again 
They're not doing a good job of it right now, but I will give it time. <laughs> Boy, howdy there. Tony we'll needs jiggling it. his titties. That's what we're doing. That's that's what I'm supposed to get get real excited about. Like, okay. Yeah. So MJF cuts a promo. He introduces Stokely and his group. They call themselves the firm. Great throwback. Uh, I enjoy the, it. The first faction on retainer. And it's not bad. Not I didn't hate that. I loved the Morrissey thing. I'm that was wondering, funny. Yes. I'm wondering if the Morrissey thing was just them kind of cracking wise at uh, TK hugging wrestlers at press conferences. It could be. Yeah. Because the I, like, here's the thing. Like, I like that. I still don't know. Stokely feels weird in AEW to me. Um, yes. I felt that this segment went way too long. I didn't need uh, an explanation about all of your connections because I don't care because I watched you hand out business cards. And again, you're still with Jade and stuff. And it's like, it's a mess. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, chat. We know there's no interim champion, but that doesn't mean that someone can't like show up and be like, I was the champion before you. Wait, who's okay? So th- this is not an interim champion. This is not interim. Oh, no, this is not so interim. CM Punk has been stripped of the belt. Got it. Yes. yes. That, yeah, they, this, the okay, trios champions fine. were stripped of the title, and so was Punk. Oh, that's really shitty. So the okay. trios thing is a whole other can of worms. That's a whole mess because yeah. they, they had, they had their first champions crowned and, TK loves to build from his first champions, which is, you know, that's, that's the way you do it. Um, unfortunately, his first champions got stripped the titles. So he puts them on what I assume would have been his next champions a lot closer and a lot faster than planned. And the next thing you know, uh, they have to kind of kill a lot of time because I think they're waiting for Kenny and the Bucks to go off suspension. Yeah. Okay. So that's, yeah. So they need to finish the investigation. That's a, that's a fair shout about the interim thing, but yeah, I also don't want to see that promo. I don't want to see someone come back and be like, I never lost the belt. Like I don't need to see that for six months. (laughs) Yeah. No. And you won't, you won't see that. You'll see the trios champions come back uh, when they're off suspension and just be like, we want our titles back and this is how we'll get them. Like it it won't be an interim thing. That's fine. Everything with death triangle is confusing to me right now. Like why did orange Cassidy, uh him being orange cassidy strike Pac, because he wants the all atlantic championship and Pac is like no you don't get it okay i don't understand what orange cassidy is anymore uh that's that's been a problem with orange cassidy for a while like he's the guy that tk gives a bunch of wins to and can't win the big one you can't be a serious wrestler anyway just just pick a lane you can you can it's it's all about how you're booked it's just that they're not exactly booking him uh they're booking him cyclically where cyclically 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 where every time he needs to be built up, they give him a ton of matches and wins on Dark Elevation, Rampage, wherever. On Dynamite, they'll give him two wins, and then they'll give him a big match where he inevitably loses. Yeah. And that sucks. I think that needs to be broken. That yeah. whole booking process needs to be broken. Um, but I like that they're trying to give him an edge versus Pac. I him just blindsiding him more doesn't sense. normally I need, happen. I need words to back that up. I need an explanation. Hopefully we get it next week because, like, yeah. I don't know. It's weird um yeah so without going too far into the mjf promo i just kind of like i liked it but it was short it was short this week right mjf just fucking no it was long it just felt long the mjf the screaming i didn't like the screaming did shout at everyone a lot i didn't need that i like mjf's promos i just don't think that he needs to like do that like he doesn't need to come out and scream every time someone says a nice thing that's off camera like (laughs) we love you mjf shut the fuck up like okay, okay yeah okay and i think i think i just wasn't paying enough attention to dynamite like I, I've been there. I, I don't know i wasn't i i don't these stories aren't engaging me like i'll, I'll tell you that much like clearly yeah. they're giving me them but i'm just not paying attention like my I, my eyes are glazing over and i'm tuning out because like, a lot of stuff in the middle has just been not great but again i enjoyed watching the show for the wrestling itself right the wrestling is yes strong. yeah the in-ring has been fantastic yeah. it's just yeah like lucha bros versus swerve in a glory great match yeah, did great. it need to happen no i don't think your trios no. champion should be given a world tag team championship match right away i think they could have done something else but here we are um same thing with the interim women's champion being in a tag match where she gets pinned i don't think that needs to happen but the story isn't about tony storm Again, the story is about Britt Britt Baker, Baker and Jamie, Jamie Hader. Hader. Which, again, like, man, that wasn't a good match. Like, and that wasn't, wasn't a good finish. Like, the slow plotting pace and the bat. Like, it's just that there's no timing with them. Like, yeah, it was have been better. Grand Slam is this week. I am looking forward to Grand Slam. It's going to be, a, is good. <laughs> it's gonna be a different show. I can tell you that much. It's going to be a different show from last year. I was there last year. 
I really enjoyed the show. I hated the venue and I hated the way that the venue uh, didn't know what to do with wrestling, but that's, I digress. Well, I'm not um, there and I'll never be there. So <laughs> if, if I go, it'll be very last minute. I don't think I'm going. Uh, let's run down the card real quick. In the finals for the vacant AW World Championship match, it's Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. Uh, who you got? Who do you think is going to win between Moxley and Danielson? Danielson, I think. You know yeah. what? I think Danielson is the real CM Punk. <laughs> like, there's been so there's been a, a story, not a story, but like someone noticed that when Punk left Ring of Honor in 05, Danielson won the Ring of Honor title. When Punk left WWE in 2012, Brian Danielson won the world title. I, when Punk left AEW in 2022, maybe Brian Danielson wins I, the world title. Man, I get this feeling that Brian Danielson is who Punk thinks he is. Like, mm. And Brian Danielson is just living it rather than just being all, you know, in his own head. So, uh, I would love to do a Danielson wins, gets all the pomp and circumstance, and then out comes the firm. They beat down Daniel Bri Brian Danielson, and then out comes MJF, and he's just like, cashing in, bitches. And then he wins the title, and we go off the air being like, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds fun to me. Uh, and again, people are just like, well, it's not how this, that's not how the chip works. But it is because guess what? The chip is I can cash in at any time for a world title shot. That's what MJF said. No one said that it has to be in advance. No one said that it has to be at a certain time. It's whenever you want. And I'm fine with that heat. It would be fun. Uh, and then you do Danielson versus MJF going into full gear. Could be fun. We'll see. Uh, let's move on. Swerve and our glory takes on the acclaim rematch from all out. What are we doing? It's because the match was good. So they're just like, ah, good enough. Keep it up. Uh, sell more t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, I mean, the acclaimed are probably going to win their, their hometown. They were big at, at the Chicago show. People love them. It's maybe their time. Uh, and then you do this sort of turn, you know, effectively cement him as a heel, have Keith Lee go on his merry way as a singles competitor. It might work. I, I, I'm fine with it. The acclaimed could get a big pop from that crowd, you know, winning in their home turf and moving on with the AEW World Tag Team titles. What happens after that? Can't do FTR because FTR, unless they turn, are faces. And a face-to-face acclaimed FTR match feels weird to me. And I don't agree that they should have won it all out, by the way, because we wouldn't be talking about it like this if they had. And I think yeah, people are I, building I, their anticipation for a big moment in Arthur Ashe. That's why I think it's fine. You you don't just call an audible just because the fans are cheering. That's wrestling, by the way. Like that also might building a like, moment. That could. I don't know, man. That would piss me off if I was Keith Lee and Swerve. So, like, that's a good way to start some locker room strife if you want to just really mess with. It. Like, they're human beings, and there was a plan. Like, you don't just. Yeah, fans yeah. are cheering for this guy more, so give them the title. It's like, woof, okay, Here's cool. I'm going to do some weird stuff without consulting you first because I apparently I have to sway the fans. Like. Yeah, very, very strange. I get that TK is very much all about fan engagement, but like fan service, not this case. Oh, man, uh, no, no. if yeah. you did that, like as a wrestler, that would be like a green light for me to do whatever I want without talking it, including yeah. like things that are not going to be okay with censors. So exactly. Uh, for the women's interim world, championship tony storm serena d Athena, brit baker i mean tony storm's probably gonna win or do you have an interim world's champion change hands i don't know this is the same match just with serena deep isn't it who, who, serena like, d was in the tag match wasn't she yeah I, this, this is I, I it's know. just silly because again, it wasn't a good Jamie tag Hader. match i don't think this is going to be a good one-on-one -on -one match or for four-way match like we just did a four-way what are we doing i don't know why I, I i this was very much thrown together and i don't storm it. keeps it yeah this this yeah. is the 9 30 of booking so yeah and it's just very I don't, we don't need to talk about their women's division more than we already have it's just so weird um pock versus orange cassidy for the atlantic championship gonna be a good match gonna be a fun match people are gonna love orange cassidy in new york as they always do pack wins yes looking forward to ethan page versus pack in toronto in october very good that and you know what don't even do it at at dynamite or rampage do it at greek town wrestling that saturday night <laughs> yeah that would be fine i'd be down with that do it then and then let me interview Pac and let me interview uh ethan page come on guys what are we doing here do you see who's on that show by the way the one before dynamite or this no the the greek town show in october we'll be there by the way as we always are yeah i think i have then that's fine going, going back to the church basement 
I'm that so I appreciate. Looking forward to that. So excited for that. We can talk uh, to Brian Pillman, maybe. I wonder if Brian Pillman Jr. will want to talk to me. We'll find out. Uh, for the Ring of Honor World Championship, Claudio Classic. Oh, my God. Claudio <laughs> Cassignoli. That one on the reel. <laughs> Christopher Irvine Jericho. Chris Jericho and Claudio for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Uh, Claudio wins, but what kind of BCC versus JAS shenanigans are going to go down? Is it going to, I think Danny Garcia got involved because he's the pure champion. They'll do a whole like Jericho's about to cheat. And then Danny's going to be like, no, that's not how things work in no, Ring of Honor. We shake hands shoot. and feel respect here. Yeah. No, daddy, no. I think that's basically what we're getting. So the same thing we've been seeing for weeks. Whatever. It's one less opportunity for Jericho to scream at me on commentary. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Claudio winning and then Danny Garcia having gotten involved and stopped whatever Jericho was going to do. Claudio shakes Danny Garcia's hands. That's another Black Bull Combat Club member who has shake shook shaken. Shaken. Shaken, not stirred. Uh Danny Garcia's hand. So that's that's uh Dynamite plus they're doing you want to make this interesting and special, just have Chris Jericho beat the piss out of Danny Garcia at the end of the Can match after he loses. Like just get oh it over, God. just finish this. Imagine CJ winning the Ring of Honor championship. No, he's not winning. Like, no, no, CJ loses and then beats the piss out of Danny. <laughs> like could, they could do it. I mean, depending on where it is on the card. I think it's happening. Like, I, I straight up think that's what's going down. So you think it main events the show? No. Jericho's from New York from no. New York no, from Manhattan. No. It's not it's not the main event. Should be the main event on Rampage, to be perfectly honest. That's fine. Main event. Like that's, that's what I would have done. Yeah. Uh, I get that the main event's probably Danielson Moxley, but at the same time, remember uh, this time it makes sense. Just the world championship opened up uh Grand Slam last year. Yeah. And then they did Baker year. and Soho last year as the main event. Anyway. Well, and then Rampage. They're going to do Action Bronson and Hook versus Daddy Magic, Matt Menard, and Cool Hand Angelo Parker. Action oh, Bronson okay. looks different from the last time I saw him because I know him from music. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, that is that. Okay, yeah. Cool. It's good stuff. Because he does Hook's it. theme. Yeah, that's a that's a hymn tune. So, Okay, fine, whatever. Danielson and Omega had a match. I don't give a shit. It was a 30-minute draw. Was it a, wasn't it a world title match? I don't know. I was there. I don't remember. Shit. It's, it's, they had a match. <laughs> um, it was fine. Sting and Darby Allen are taking on the House of Black and the never-ending feud of the House of Black. Uh, no, Darby Allen rode a big wheel and he wrestled <laughs> Tried to eat Matt it. Hardy for no reason. Love all of this. Julia Hart is really the winner here because she just has to show up and look like she's the new leader of House of Black. Good for her. So young, too, for that. No disqualification tag experience. team match. So what big thing is Sting going to jump off of? I don't know. Something that again isn't that isn't very big, and he's so well protected, it looks kind of silly. Well, all right then, yeah. uh, that's fine with me. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. looking at something. I just I need to I need to check something. Oh it was Omega God. and Danielson. Sorry, with the time limit draw. Wasn't that the what I said? Minutes. Thirty. Ah. Minutes. I did say Omega and Danielson. It just wasn't the title match. It just wasn't the title. Was yeah, the whatever. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara are finally having their match. I'm looking forward to that. I got <laughs> this work your shit out. It's just remember, like... <laughs> remember on this show, well before the whole locker room shit came out about them having a fight. I was like, hmm. Sammy accepted that. Ch- Eddie accepted that challenge on Dino or on Rampage weeks ago. Yeah, and they just haven't done anything with that. They haven't shown it. I wonder if that match is still happening at all out. And everyone's like, it's still happening. It's still happening. Don't worry about it. It's still happening. And I'm just like, Didn't is happen. it though? Anyway, it's happening at Rampage. Yeah, because I think they just went, hmm. <laughs> better yeah, better just squash this beef. They're fine. I guess you're not so fat after all, Eddie Kingston. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we got to start getting out of here. I think Eddie's going to win. Golden Ticket Battle Royale. I put Mox in it because it'll be on Rampage. It'll be days later. Have Mox win the Golden Ticket Battle Royale. And then he's like, I have a Golden Ticket too, MJF. Jay Cargill takes on Diamante. Diamante is bringing Trina from the 305. I don't know who Trina is, by the way, but I'm very heavily told it's her. Ray Phoenix takes on Jungle Boy for some reason. I'm sure it'll be a fine match. Jungle Boy just keeps having meaningless matches is all I see. Open contracts. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs takes on Ricky Starks. That's going to be a good match. I'm looking forward to that again. Rematch from all out. And then Wardlow and Samoa Joe, for some reason, are teaming up to take on Tony Nese and Josh Woods. Wardlow could have had a TNT title match, but we're not going to do that. So instead, Wardlow and Mimosa Joe, Ragosa Joe, Samosa Joe, Samoa Joe take on Nese and Woods. That's how I feel. Uh, I think that's it. 
I got to get out of here. So do you. Uh, I'll be on Wrestling Observer Live at 6 p.m. Go check that out uh, over on the Wrestling Observer website, wherever they post it. Andrew Zarian will tell you. I'm sure they will. Do better. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, nah, that's fine. I, I, I know where I am. I know where you are. So why don't you tell the people who you are and what you do? <sighs> uh my name is tim stone p you can find me at t-i-m-b-s-t-o-n-e-p twitter and instagram show is uh tim and joel call in the ring we're here every sunday at noon eastern here on the show on fightful overbooked where we drop content every single day uh some days better than others i am at joel pearl j-o-e-l-p-e-a-r-l ladies gentlemen friends beyond the binary tim go pick up your kid we'll see you next time cheers <laughs>